So since the Spanish came up and landed here in northern New Mexico, they brought with them not only their fiber arts techniques, but it blended with um, the Mexican techniques that they brought up and also the native fiber arts that were already here. And it's just been a really productive, really creative place for fiber artists since the 1500s and even before. Welcome to episode 36 of Sit and Sew Radio, a Quilt Addicts Anonymous podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Subbing. Today, we have some fun travel opportunities for quilters. I know whenever I go somewhere, I love to visit the local quilt shop. I think it's really fun to see what's happening in that region and what the fabric trends are there because they tend to vary state to state, or at least that's what I found. So we've got a couple of events that you guys can check out as you are traveling. Um, so we'll talk about those. There's one in New Mexico and then also one in Missouri. So you can uh, put those travel plans on your 2018 calendar and check it out and have some fiber fun when you are on the road this year. So normally we give you guys a coupon code, but this week is Black Friday week, uh, Thanksgiving week to most people. Uh, to us, we're actually uh, on the road to have an early Thanksgiving uh, with my family today because next weekend is gonna be all work because we've got sales, sales, sales happening. Uh, so we start our sales on Thanksgiving online and then in the shop in our brick and mortar on Friday. And we basically put a different part of the website on sale each day, all weekend. So you are gonna wanna make sure that you are signed up for emails. Uh, you can sign up at sitandsoradio.com or quiltaddictsanonymous.com or at shop.quilt addictsanonymous.com. You can go to any of those three locations, sign up for emails, and then you're going to find out about all the fabulous deals. We're basically going to be putting a lot of stuff on sale. Pretty much everything in the shop is going to be on sale at one point or another within the next week. So make sure you go to sitandsoradio.com, sign up for emails. You will never miss another episode, so you'll get to hear all about it, and you're going to get all the fabulous deals, so that way you can add to your stash this sewing season or this holiday season, and that way you will be able to get more fabric for your, your dollar, so that's always good. Plus, we're going to have some fun doorbusters, so if, and they're going to be available online. So if you have friends who like to quilt, um, we're going to have lots of fun things that will make good gifts and they'll be priced well for that. So definitely check that out. Go sign up for emails if you haven't already at sitandsoradio.com. And if you are, make sure you start checking your email because we actually already started our pre-Black pre Friday sale. We've got about 100 things that are already 50% off in the shop. Um, and it's really high quality stuff. We've just had it for a little bit. And a little bit for us means like six months. Um, we like to get everything out the door within about six months or so, so we can always have new fabric for you all. So uh, go check that out over at shop.quiltaddictsboundless.com. Check out the pre-Black Friday sale if you need to get some goodies now. And then make sure you sign up for email so you can hear about all the fabulous deals as soon as they happen. Um, when we start our Black Friday Madness uh, this weekend. So I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving because we won't be back until after that. So I hope you enjoy your day with family. I know I'm looking forward to getting back and spending 
some time with my family and having an early Thanksgiving. It's been a really busy year for all of us, so we haven't gotten to see each other as much as normal, so I'm excited to spend some time with them. I know my daughter is very excited. She woke up this morning, and she's three, so she's like, it's sunny out. We go to Nono's house, and Nono's Italian for grandpa, so um, that's what we call my dad. And and so she's very, very excited. So basically, as soon as I finish recording this uh, voiceover for the podcast, we are out the door. So she's very excited to go do that. So let's get to it. Let's uh, talk about the cool, fun things that you can go do. So the first one is the Fall Fiber Fiesta. So if you are in the northern New Mexico region, or you could be this weekend, this is something you might want to go check out. It's sponsored by the Española Valley Fiber Arts Center, and they're really cool. They have a physical location where you can go and learn all types of fiber art. And so even if you aren't able to make it this weekend for the event where it's kind of like a higher end craft fair is the impression I got is it's beautiful gifts that are made by artisans that are local to the region. And you can really go and find more than 50 artists who have made things with all types of fiber, everything from beading and clothing to rugs and, um, just anything that has fiber in it, it's it's there. And so that sounds really cool. Um, that's November 17th, 18th, and 19th. And you can find more information about that over at sitandsoradio.com. Um, and they also have a cool event coming up in May that's more along the lines of quilters. So I talked with April Joust. She's the director of operations over at the Española Valley Fiber Arts Center. So we talk about the event this weekend, the event in May, and then also how you can go there and take a class. So if you're headed to New Mexico um, or anywhere near there and you want to pop in and schedule a class on weaving or quilting or anything, um, related to fiber, they've got a class on it and you can take it. So that sounds like a really cool place to spend a day if you are out on vacation in that area. So let's listen to April and find out more about this really cool place. Welcome to Sit and Sew Radio. Thanks so much for taking some time out to chat. You're probably really busy today because the the festival starts tomorrow, or the fiesta. Yes, actually, we just did a full day of setup to get ready for tomorrow. We open tomorrow. So it's called the Fall Fiber Fiesta, and Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about it. It's all types of different fiber, right? Yeah, you know, uh, we promote anything in the realm of fiber arts, so that would extend anywhere from paper and basket making all the way over to the traditional, you know, weaving, quilting, knitting, and those kinds of things. So we have quite a good diversity of items here. And you focus specifically on items that were developed in the Southwest? Yeah, we are focused on helping the artists who are here in our area in New Mexico um, achieve the goals that they're looking for, whether that be through education or sales opportunities or anything in between. So what are some of the things that people can find at the Fall Fiber Fiesta? Well, we think that it's a great place to shop for gifts. It's right before the holidays, and a lot of our artists will have finished goods. So um, woven items, things you can wear, blankets, rugs, purses, jewelry, um, and even some wall pieces and sculptural felt pieces 
if you're looking for something for your home instead of to wear. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. really just, you know, if it's something handmade, it sounds like it will be there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's it's pretty fun to come look, even if you're not in the, um, if you're not looking to shop, if you're looking just to become inspired, it's also a good place for that. So I'm in the Midwest where it's currently cold and kind of dreary. So mm-hmm. I imagine the Southwest will have lots of really bright and colorful things. Would that be <laughs> an accurate assumption? You know, we do this show every year right before Thanksgiving in the hope that it'll snow maybe just a little and yeah. that it'll be cold because if you're trying to um, sell, like, nice woolen hand mittens or a hat, you know, the cold really helps. But, you know, reality is the grass is still green and it is still quite nice out. So we will be promoting not only the woolen items but all those cotton and tinsel goods as well. Mm-hmm. Everything in the your promotional flyer says Southwest to me in the color palette, lots of yeah. oranges and reds and turquoise. And- yeah. We, in fact, use that color scheme a lot for um, the Española Valley Fiber Arts Center, the nonprofit who's running this show. We use that turquoise and adobe color palette a lot for the things that we do. And, in fact, you do see a lot of the artists here doing that as well because that's what's around us. That's mm-hmm. what's inspiring. Yeah, I imagine... Well, the earth is just so beautiful. You know, you're driving yeah. through the desert. It's it's just gorgeous. I imagine that that's really a great source for creative mm-hmm. ideas. Yes, it, it it is. So the exhibition is this weekend, the 17th through the 19th. Um, people can check it out. But you also have the Española Valley Fiber Arts Center. Did I say that one right? Did you I get did. The end right. Yes. Yay. You did. I was worried I would not. Um, <laughs> but that's, it's open. You have activities throughout the year, right? Yeah, you know, we're a nonprofit. Um, we incorporated as a nonprofit in 97. So we just turned 20 this last September. And it is a physical location that people can come visit. Uh, we're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. And we have a retail shop in the front where you can buy wholesale goods, um, you know, yarns or shuttles or, you know, knitting needles. Um, But we also have a selection of donated goods. So as a nonprofit, we accept donations of items that we can then turn around and sell back to our community at a much lower cost, which to me is really an exciting part that we have up in retail. But we also run our education program. Um, That's the main point in our mission. And we run classes in our, you know, 7,000 square foot place. And we do classes for adults and for youth in a huge range of fiber arts disciplines. What are some of the examples of things that people can learn um, at your center? Um, we have sewing. We have a sewing area. We do um, sewing and quilting classes. Um, we do run some classes on knitting and crocheting. Uh, a lot of times, those will be some of the more uh, advanced techniques that people might want to learn. And we do quite a bit of weaving classes. I teach a beginning weaving class there, and I'm teaching it 
pretty much all year long because there's always somebody who would like to learn the basics of. So those are some of the core classes that we run. But we do things in basketry, paper making, felting, a lot of natural dyeing and even chemical dyeing classes as well. So technique-based classes, but also, you know, creativity-based classes as well. We we kind of run the gamut. So if someone's traveling through the Southwest or maybe they go there for the winter, they can look you up and check out um, some new things they can learn, it sounds like. Yeah, and we actually have a program called Walk In and Weave, and that's set up specifically for people who are just traveling through the area. If you want to call and make a reservation, we have three looms set up so that you can weave a rag rug. And all the warping and all the hard parts already been done, so you just get to come pick out the color, um, the color of what you want to weave, and you just get to do the fun part. And in a couple hours, usually somewhere around three hours, um, you can weave a rag rug. Take that home with you. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So you also have other events throughout the year, right? You've got something in May that cultures might be interested in? We do. We have an event called the New Mexico Fiber Crawl. And, in fact, last year was the first year that we have hosted the event. And it was run with great success, and we are going to be repeating it. And that's going to be in May, and that's going to span between Taos and Albuquerque. That will be May 18th through the 20th. And that That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and that one, um, we organize it, but really what it is is sites throughout northern New Mexico will have their doors open and running promotions and programs and educational events so that if you want to come to New Mexico and visit some fiber arts places, this is the time to do it. It's all laid out for you and everybody's ready, ready for you with fun things to do. So do you have a strong artist and, and sewing community? We do. In your area? Um, we do. You know, I moved here from Chicago. Uh, I moved here from Chicago. I actually got my degree in fiber arts. And when I moved here, I didn't realize that there is a historical thriving community of fiber artists out here. So since the Spanish came up and landed here in northern New Mexico, they brought with them not only their fiber arts techniques, but it blended with um, the Mexican techniques that they brought up and also the native fiber arts that were already here. And it's just been a really productive, really creative place for fiber artists since the 1500s and even before. So I was surprised. I was surprised have those styles. Have those styles kind of all blended together into what you see today? Pretty much, yeah. You get you get people who are still very specifically weaving, um, say, a native uh, style or a Spanish colonial style, but now a lot of it has crossover. You see a lot of, especially in weaving, you see a lot of crisscrossing of styles, designs, and material usage. Yeah. That sounds really neat. It sounds like a fun place to go visit and spend an afternoon. It is. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot out here for fiber artists. Very cool. So where can people go to find out more information and maybe see some pictures from the festival if they're not able to make it this weekend and learn more about the 
fiber arts center. So for things about the fall fiber fiesta that's happening this weekend, um, we will be posting pictures on our Facebook, the Española Valley Fiber Arts uh, Facebook page, and we also have an Instagram, so if you want to see things as they're coming up, that's a really good way to look. Um, we do also have a website, which we lovingly call the Española Valley Fiber Arts Center EFAC, so uh, evfac.org is our website, and you can see things there as well. You've got to love those acronyms. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, the name is just too long not to shorten it. Yeah, uh, and then we also have a um, a sister page for the fiber crawl that's happening in May, which is nmfibercrawl.org. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out to chat with me today. It was great Absolutely. hearing about the fiber traditions in different parts of the country and what they look like. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you did and you want to learn more about the Española Valley Fiber Arts Center because you want to plan a trip there, um, go to sitandsoradio.com. We've got links to their website and more information about the events that we talked about with April. All right, next up, we have Beth Carmichael. She is she works with the St. Joseph, Missouri Visitors Bureau, and they are having the Missouri Highway 36 Quilt Trail again next year. This is something they've done for several years. Um, it's a passport program, and so between April and October of each year, you can go visit the quilt shops that are part of this, um, that are along the Missouri Highway 36 corridor, and you can go get a block from them and you can get your passport stamped. And if you get your entire quilt made from all these blocks, from all 16 shops um, by the October, then you can get eligible to win a prize. And they've got some really cool prizes and it's from 16 quilt shops, including the Missouri Star Quilt Company. So if you're planning a trip down there this year, you may just want to extend it and drive the entire Highway 36 across the state. So that way you have a chance to win some really cool stuff. It sounds like there weren't, um, that the competition isn't huge in terms of actually getting a chance to win the prize because 16 shops is a lot to visit and you're basically driving across the entire state. So you could definitely make like a week of it with your girlfriends or your husband. There are some really cool museums. So Beth said that a lot of times the quilters go to the shops and the husbands go to the museums to learn more about the history of the region. And there weren't a ton of entries. It sounds like there were less than 30 quilts that quilt tops that were finished and entered. So if this is something you want to do, you're going to have a really good shot at getting some fabulous prizes. So let's listen to Beth and find out about this cool travel opportunity where you can shop hop and get a chance to win some cool stuff. Welcome to Sit and Sew Radio. Thanks so much for taking some time out to chat with me today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. So tell me a little bit about you and, and what you do and how it relates to the Missouri Highway 36 Quilt Trail. Well, I work for the St. Joseph Visitors Bureau in St. Joseph, Missouri, and the St. Joseph Convention and Visitors Bureau actually um, were one of the original founders of the Missouri Highway 36 Heritage Alliance. Our goal was to continue to promote Highway 36, which is 195 miles between St. Joseph, Missouri, 
in Hannibal, Missouri. And um, we had worked for 20 years trying to figure out what um, we could do together as a region, and we identified um, a theme called the Way of American Genius because we have these iconic American stories that touch us here in, in northern Missouri, whether it's Mark Twain, the Pony Express, the home of sliced bread where sliced bread was invented is in Chillicothe, Missouri. Um, we have Walt Disney, John Blackjack Pershing, um, A.T. Still, who's the doctor of osteo, or who's the founder of osteopathic medicine, um, and we have J.C. Penney. So all of these iconic American stories touch us here in North Missouri. So we started about eight years ago with the uh, Missouri Highway 36 Heritage Alliance, and a couple of years in. Somebody came up with the idea and, and came to our board and said, hey, you know, one of the shops in our area is a quilt shop. And they thought, um, how cool would it be if we could do a quilt trail? And so I kind of took that idea and ran with it and reached out to all these different quilt shops in North Missouri who had no idea what Highway 36 was or our Heritage Alliance, um, had separate meetings, one on each side of the state, and the quilt shops were like, okay, they were a little skeptical, but they were like, yeah, let's have a meeting with all of us and see what happens. And so we had our first quilt trail meeting, and when we got everybody together, um, all the shops that were participating at the time were really jazzed about it and said, let's do that. And once they decided to do the trail, they also felt it was important to do some sort of um, promotion to encourage people to come and check out all of our shops. And so they established the Passport Program. Each one, and this is what happens today even, each one of our shops identifies the block. They give a free pattern out during the times of the promotion, um, and then we encourage everybody to make a quilt with all the shops that are participating. The first year, we had about 15 shops. This past year, we were up to 18 shops, and then for 2018, we will have 16 shops. So it runs in the teens. It will probably, um, probably in the future not have more than 16 shops because it's a lot of driving for our guests and our customers that come into North Missouri. Uh, so we have a passport program this next year coming into 2018 is our fourth year, which we're really excited about. And we decided to um, come up with a theme. We do a theme every year. Um, this past year was Seasonal Sensations Calendar uh, Quilt. And then this year is Old Trail Town Quilt. Well, that's great. So tell me more about the theme, because obviously quilters really like to travel, and so that's um, it's always fun to visit different shops as you go. So tell me how that well, theme sort of envelops all that. So that's what we have discovered in our quilt shops. Um, and we're fortunate in, in that we have Missouri Star Quilts within our quilt trail. But Missouri Star Quilts um, kind of started at about the same time as we were starting our quilt trail. Some people think that it was Missouri Star Quilts that kind of initiated it, and it was actually another quilt shop on the east side of the state that initiated the idea. Um, so we're fortunate that Missouri Star Quilt has a lot of people that come in. Um, but there's still probably just as many people that are coming to one of our other shops and had never heard of Missouri Star Quilts before. So um, what we hear from our guests, uh, excuse me, 
What we hear from our guests is how much they enjoy going to all of our different shops. Um, they're so unique. Each owner is a little different. Um, each shop has different types of fabric, um, different recommendations and suggestions for quilting. And that's what we hear from our guests is how happy they are to go to these different shops. So is it basically what, from one end of the state to the, the other? Right, from from the east side of the state to the west side of the state. And when we started to establish the Highway 36 um, Heritage Alliance, we were a little clever ourselves and decided that we wanted to include not just the towns on Highway 36, but towns that were close to Highway 36. So So we came up with the corridor. Right. Well, we come up, the corridor actually goes 36 miles to the north and 36 miles to the south of Highway 36. Okay. So it's a law, it's a really large space, um, and, uh, but people seem to enjoy it. Uh, even whether they're traveling with their girlfriends or whether they're traveling with their husbands, the kind of cool thing that's happened is that um, the husbands enjoy the museums and the wives enjoy the quilt shops, and so they really make um, a two- or a three-day trip out of it and do a little bit of both of them. And I see it starts uh, in the spring, so it's after mm-hmm. winter, you know, craziness happens, and it might That's not be right. fun to drive across Missouri. The passport program and promotion begins um, Tuesday, April 3rd, 2018. And because there's so many shops, we give everybody plenty of time to reach all 16 of our shops. Um, you can complete uh, picking up your patterns on Tuesday, October 2nd. And then you have until October 31st to submit a completed quilt top. So we do April 3rd through October 2nd. That's when we're handing out the free patterns, and you can pick up kits, and um, and you can participate in creating a final quilt top. And you have until October 31st to submit. This past year, we had 23 people submit quilt tops. And this isn't just um, for submitting if you live here in Missouri. We had people submit from Florida, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. So about half of them were from out of state. And if you're from out of state, you can just go to your local quilt shop and have them take a picture and send it to us. And Mm -hmm. then that verifies that the quilt top is done. So nobody has to come back to Missouri, though we would always love for you to come back to Missouri. Um, Nobody has to come back to Missouri in order to submit and participate in the program. So do you have to have a block from each of the shops in order for it to count? Yes. Our quilt top um, and our prizes are contingent. Exactly. Well, we do have passports. So we do have passports. So you get your passport stamped at each one of the locations. You can either do your own and do pick up your um pick up a free pattern or pick up a kit and a completed quilt top to submit for the prizes actually needs to have all 16 blocks in that quilt top. What do the quilt shop owners think of this program? 
It sounds kind of fun, a good way to get more people. Yeah, they, you know what? They love it, to be honest with you. And, again, we kind of started out not knowing each other, but um, they've really built a strong network between them. Um, they go and they visit each other's shops, and they get really excited. They love doing the prizes. We just drew for the prizes um, at the beginning of this month, which is November, um, and they were all just so excited to be able to get all those passports and pull prizes, and we call everybody. Um, and say congratulations to them. And um, this year we did a Facebook Live posting when we drew the three names because there was a first, second, and third prize. Mm -hmm. And so I expect us to be able to do that again this year. And when people have questions, um, most of them just go ahead to our Facebook page and ask us on there. And I'm the one that answers those, and typically I try and answer those within 24 hours. Sometimes if I'm on vacation or something, that doesn't happen. But... um, yeah, so this year's prizes for 2018 are kind of fun. Um, the grand prize this year is a $25 gift certificate from each of the 16 participating shops. So you can get a lot of free fabric with that. That's right. And then the second prize is a $250 Visa card that can be used for them, uh, the winner to plan their 2019 Quilt Trail trip. Mm-hmm. And then our third prize is a basket of fat quarters. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Where can people go to find out more about this and all the shops that are participating so they can plan their trip? Sure. The best way and the most um, the most up-to-date way is to go to our Facebook page. So if you go to Missouri Highway 36 Heritage Alliance, um, you will see posts about our uh, quilt trail there. We also have a um, the quilt trail map. If you go to AmericanGeniusHighway.com slash map, that will give you our interactive map where you can kind of drill down um, for addresses and more information on each one of the shops. So is there just something special in the water along this route to produce, you know, Walt Disney, JCPenney, March Rain, and more? That's what we say, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we say. And we also talk about not just our um, our historic geniuses, but the geniuses of today and the genius ideas that are coming out of North Missouri today. And we often talk about Missouri Star Quilts. Um, Rockport, there's a town called Rockport, Missouri. It's the very first town in all of the United States to be um, electrified strictly by wind turbine or windmills. So, so all of their making, electricity comes. Yeah, you're still making waves. I'm sorry. You're still making waves. <laughs> We're still making waves today. That's right. <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks so much for taking some time to talk about this. I know quilters oh, love my plan trips, and I think this will be really fun for them to check out. Well, it's my pleasure, and um, we're happy to help them plan those trips. So just give us a call, or go on our on our website, or go on our Facebook page, and we'll be able to help them out. Sounds great. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed that interview and you'd like to learn more about the Missouri Highway 36 Quilt Trail and how you can get involved in their 2018 Passport Program so you can plan your trip, make sure you go to sitandsoradio.com and click on episode 36. We will have information there about uh, the quilt shops that are involved and how you can get involved in this Passport Program and then, of course, links to... um, the St. Joseph's Missouri Visitors Bureau, where you've got more information about 
the entire program. It sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, if you've got a week to spend and you like driving across the country, this sounds like a really fun way to do it. You can get some history and you can get some quilt shops and you can have a really good chance at winning some cool prizes. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Make sure you sign up for emails at sitandsoradio.com or quiltaddictsanonymous.com or at shop.quiltaddictsanonymous.com. You can, at any of those places, we will get you signed up so you'll know all about the cool stuff that's happening over at quiltaddictsanonymous.com when we have new blogs and tutorials out, um, obviously when we have new episodes out here, and most, you know, importantly for this shopping weekend that's coming up, you'll know about all our really cool specials and deals because we are having some big fabric sales. So make sure you go over there, sign up for emails, and then keep an eye out. Um, We have a lot of stuff on sale for 50% off right now in our pre-Black Friday sale, but it's going to get even bigger starting Wednesday. So make sure you check that out. And if you enjoyed this episode and all the other episodes, make sure you go over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast because the more people who like it and the more people who talk about it, the more likely other quilters are to be able to find it. So that's always cool when other people can learn about it and maybe they'll, uh, hear about these cool travel opportunities and they will want to go do that. Thanks so much for listening and until next time, happy quilting.